Hi, I'm Holly. And I am Danielle, and you're listening to The Spooky Hour. I haven't done that in forever, I don't think. Welcome I do it back, sporadically. So oh, yeah, we're back. back. We're back. I forgot we took a week off already. Oops. We're recording on a Thursday, so if everyone's in Ontario, I hope you guys went and voted. <laughs> Holly. I, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you fucking didn't. I definitely... I did. I was making dinner. I left my dinner and went and voted and came back. Good for it took you. three seconds. I totally respect people who vote, who have a clear conscience of who they want to vote for. I just don't like any of them, and I have a very hard time with it. That's definitely I, fair, because I don't like any of them either. I just don't want Doug Ford. That's fair. Yeah. Now you're making me feel guilty. I got 20 minutes to get there. (laughs) (laughs) I just have a really hard time with voting in general. Do I make a Libra joke? Is it appropriate? (laughs) It's absolutely appropriate. It's because she's a Libra. (laughs) It's just who I am as a person. But you should vote and I should vote. Everybody should vote. I know we should. should Yeah. Um, But yeah, thanks for being patient with us. We just, last week was shit. The The last couple weeks have been shit. Just absolutely crazy and it just didn't. I think I you I think you said it. You're just I like I told you I was like I just don't feel like like I don't feel like recording this week. Like I just I can't do it. Like with that the mass shootings going on and I'm Holly was just like it's because you're a mom. Yeah, and it's totally different now. <laughs> and I'm like it's so true, but it's just like, it's like it's it's devastating for everybody. But you have that tie is. now of like yeah, you know what it's like to have a child yeah. and then to imagine to lose that child yeah. is like. But I can also, like, respect that, like, our government came out and officially banned handguns. Right away, eh? Which that was, was, like... That was pretty awesome. It's amazing. I mean, it's... it's There's a lot of work, because a lot of the guns that are being used are, at, at least Not in legal. Canadian <laughs> situations, the states is a whole other ballgame. Yeah. But here, it's kind of like, they're flying in on drones, like, literally, so... <laughs> that fucking picture. That video oh. picture was insane. But, but yeah, yeah, it was just, it was a rough week. Yeah. Uh, it's very sad to see what's happening there. And it's kind of like, I don't know about you, but I feel kind of like helpless about it. Cause it's like, I, you, what can you do? I can't make any change down there. You know, yeah. my vote means nothing down there. Yeah. So I don't know. It was just a shitty week. So oh my God, should we become like American citizens just to vote? Just to vote. <gasps> yeah. Can you do that as like a duel? Cause like I, I want my health care. <laughs> right. True. True. I mean, like we should try. I just fuck the fuck up the system, you know? I am down. What that, is my dog FBI, doing? We did She's not say like, any of that. I, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it's like whatever. You got more She's problems just like, than Come us. And get me, like yeah. <laughs> you have bigger problems than us. Yeah. Also, guys, yeah. we're having the same drink right now. Yeah. Sponsor us: Basque green tea, peach hard sparkling water. Oh, it's so it's good. Pretty good. I really like yeah. it. I see and this it's... in the pool. I'm getting pool vibes. Yeah, and because uh, I love green tea and I love peach, so it's like absolutely everything to me but it's a wine beverage it's not vodka which is what oh, i like oh yeah i didn't know vodka. that that's awesome yeah it's great i can't yeah vodka is not my friend anymore i uh god i don't know if i should say this on the podcast but so i have my g license now which in ontario means i'm allowed to have x amount of alcohol in my blood okay i like I how you say not... x amount because you have no idea how much i, I have zero fucking clue i just know <laughs> it's an amount um so i for the first time went for a drink after work and oh was my going god to drive stewart home. told me this <laughs> i bought uh i can't remember i think it was a sangria but it was in like a fishbowl let's start there yeah. it did not say fishbowl on the thing it was fucking huge stewart came uh, home and, it was and he's like, like holly had a fishbowl and drove 
And why is it supposed to be? I thought it was just like a glass of sangria. It's a fucking fishbowl. It had like three ounces of wine and then an ounce of, I think, vodka. So I chugged water before I left. I got in my car and there was a warm ass water bottle from like a week ago. Ew. Chugged that before I left. Sat in the parking lot for a little bit. I was like, fuck. But like, I was, oh God, I shouldn't say this. I was fine. Like, I, I felt fine. I think yeah. I was just like anxious. I get like 99% of the way home. Absolutely fine. Nothing's happening. Stuart calls me. He's like, you good? That's <laughs> like, so funny. Fuck off. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I just wanted to make sure you were making it okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I commend him for that. He's like, I definitely called Holly on the way home to make sure she was okay. Yeah, no, I did appreciate that. I was fine. I think I was very anxious, which made me, like, be a bad driver. Sometimes I freak Hmm. myself out more than I need to. That's so funny because Stuart's like, he was like, because I think there are a couple times you picked him up. Yeah, I took him to the dealership. And uh, he was like, I don't know why Holly thinks she's a bad driver. She's actually a really good driver. She just rides people's asses, but she's a really good driver. It's not my fault people drive under the speed limit. <laughs> <So funny. laughs> I do not do that if they're going the speed limit. I only do that if they're going below the speed limit. That's okay? called aggressive driving, the- Holly. <laughs> I'm an aggressive person. I mean, um, like, so- I can't even say anything. You've been in the car with me, so it's... It's true. It's true. It's You've almost happens. gotten... I feel like there's been a seatbelt removed while I've been in the car with do you. you not remember when like, a girl pulled out of her someone almost driveway her, yeah someone almost backed into us and you fucking pulled over so take your seatbelt off and i was like no <laughs> we're just going to the mall <laughs> um but yeah i'm not a bad driver i'm just an anxious driver and i'm really bad at parking especially like, when you have sangria really bad at parking especially when i have sangria sangria is just yeah pure anxiety, i think man. i think one drink is definitely the the blood alcohol limit for me one drink was enough at least That's for my fair. nerves oh um, also i have one more funny thing to add before we get into like our yeah. spooky things sorry to cut you off so like river hits his milestones really early and like some people are like don't complain of, like or not don't like brag about it because some kids don't but like i'm gonna brag about it because brag he's awesome. about it yeah Fuck yeah yeah and um so he says officially four words now oh my god he said he says mama he says dada he says nana and he says carl he says carl (laughs) Carl. i think he's only met carl like officially once yeah he (laughs) he says carl we it's really so offended me and Stuart were talking about the bachelor party and i was like i'm pretty sure carl's coming so like when you guys separate he's going with you and Stuart's like obviously and that was the conversation and that was it and then Stuart took river upstairs changed his diaper and river's just like carl carl (laughs) (laughs) so funny i was so mad when he took so i was like proud i was like oh another word but then i was like wait (laughs) yeah i definitely sent it to carl and carl's like yeah fuck you holly and emma (laughs) oh yeah he beat emma too Mm -hmm. that's brutal that's rough that's i'm gonna take one of the things off his birthday list (laughs) (laughs) out of all the names though carl it's so funny because he says it like the guy in walking dead he goes carl 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 And we have it on video. It's pretty great. I'm yeah. wildly offended. Carl is like, it fluffed his ego right up. I'm kind of yeah. pissed about it. It's well, really his great. friend's baby liked me better. So, so. there. <laughs> <laughs> now you guys are on like even, pla- even playing fields. Yeah, exactly. He kept like, every time he looked at me, he just like laughed. And then he would like hide a little bit. Like he got oh, all so shy. Cute. He was so cute. I love that when babies do that. It's so freaking cute um should we get into some spookies let's get into it also i don't think you've ever ever i've ever heard you say babies are cute ew wow. yeah 
It is really cute when they do that, though, because River does it. It is. No, it's adorable, yeah. but I don't think you yourself have yeah. ever said that. I don't think I've ever said that. I'm drunk, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's get into it. Spooky. Um, spooky, yes. That never happened. I don't know what to talk about. Um, we're going to talk about the Caribou Hotel. Oh, fun. So, yeah. So is this in Alaska? No, it's in the Yukon. Oh, Yukon of the Yukon. <laughs> If anyone remembers that show. Is that a Canadian cartoon? Will people yeah. get that reference? It is a Canadian. You've never... Have you watched no, it? No, I know what it is. I just mean, oh, like, okay. will people get the reference? Well, I, if, if you're Canadian, yeah. I think it's just Canadian, though. You better get the reference. Yeah. Yvonne, he wears underwear. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, there... <laughs> <laughs> so there's one like main reason i'm talking about this hotel and it's not really for like the spooky vibes of it but it like, kind of is but like i'll get into it but like when we get there guys i'm gonna be so pumped for it and it's gonna be great um, <laughs> holly's just like i'm confused i have no idea what's about to happen holly's gonna like oh no you're gonna you're gonna love it okay um, so the hair the haribu <laughs> <laughs> This is off to a great start. (laughs) (laughs) The Caribou Hotel is currently located in Carcross, Yukon. Uh, So it's just some history as per usual. So during the Klondike Gold Rush, John Barrett arrived in the Yukon and started like a liquor tent. And then eventually he opened uh, a liquor tent. A liquor tent. (laughs) Like at a carnival. (laughs) Basically, yeah. (laughs) He was like, oh my God, there's a gold rush. Everyone needs liquor. (laughs) To the tent. (laughs) To the tent. <laughs> Every time I go camping, tent at the wedding. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> to the tent, <laughs> to the tent. <laughs> and there's gonna be like a sign that says "to the tent." Yeah. Perfect, it's done. Um, anyways, <laughs> so he eventually opened. Holly's gonna die. Oh, I see another one. <laughs> She's already crying. <laughs> uh, so he eventually opened the Yukon Hotel with Frank Turner and Thomas Greer or Greiser something. Thomas. Um, <laughs> the Yukon Hotel was opened in 1898 and was located in Lake Bennett, and it did pretty well. Uh, once the gold rush was over and like kind of like done with, the hotel was then purchased by William Anderson. He renamed the hotel to Anderson Hotel as one should lame (laughs) (laughs) and he also moved the building down to car cross um just to get like better business so in 1903 the hotel was then purchased by dawson charlie he was actually one of the men who discovered the the klondike gold so he was like one of like the co-founders so he's like new money yeah and he's part of the car cross uh, i think it's pronounced tagish first nation um okay yeah so he completely like stripped the building apart basically made it all fancy remodeled it and renamed it the caribou hotel uh um uh dawson charlie he passed away in 1908 and it was then rented and operated by edwin and bessie uh gideon uh there was a massive like for wow I completely butchered that whole sentence. I had to read it. And I was like, Danielle, what are you doing? So there was a massive fire in car cross on December 24th, 1909. Uh, this fire burnt down the caribou hotel along with a, uh, with a store next door and like the railway depot. The hotel got rebuilt by, um, uh, the Gideon. So Edwin and Bessie, and it was reopened in, uh, in like, like a couple years later. I think it was like 1911 it opened up. Um, the hotel was quite the hot spot and this area grew with like tourism and Ala- the Alaskan Highway was constructed near Carcross. So it grew like even more revenue and the hotel it 
had like a lot of um like construction crew yeah and like when the when the the highway was being built the construction crews would stay in this hotel um so it was like a lot of business Uh, it was doing pretty well as i said um i was seeing a lot of different customers including like the pony police um (laughs) yeah and this is where i get into for like a half a second i was like what's that (laughs) the rcmp guys the pony police (laughs) them in their pants okay so we're getting into like the best part of this whole thing so the most famous person well it's not even a person the most famous thing to ever happen into like i think so um has to be polly the parrot so polly lived at the hotel for 54 (laughs) years <laughs> from 1918 to 1972 until he unfortunately passed away polly lived 54. with a gift for 54 years Good for polly right this is the best part i told you holly would love it i do love it yeah. i so love he, birds he lived with the gideons and polly was known for singing opera drinking whiskey and cursing <laughs> polly sounds like a fucking great time <laughs> right we love Polly. So the saloon in the hotel is named Surly Bird Saloon in honor of oh Polly. Oh my god, after Polly. After Polly. <gasps> is this building still standing? It is. It is. So have a drink for Polly. <laughs> right. So now Edwin um, passed away on October 27th, 1928. Five years later, on the exact same day, his wife, Bessie, passed away. Now, Bessie oh, wow. apparently haunts the hotel to this day. She's apparently kind of like she isn't like friendly but she isn't like evil um she still tries to help guests she puts like bubbles in your bath which is like really nice actually i think that's fucking creepy oh okay like bessie i don't want you putting <laughs> bubbles in my bath like stop staring at my titties and leave like you know what i mean that's <laughs> oh weird. is it like while you're in the bath yeah oh i pictured like while it was like filling no. you would just walk in and there's well, okay that's i'm creepy. sure i'm sure there's like i'm sure i i just pictured you being in the bath and she's like there putting bubbles in you're just like that's fucking oh. creepy you know that's weird yeah but if she's like like making me a bubble bath like while i'm like i don't know getting ready you're like i'm not gonna hate it yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so she's most notable for looking at the third floor window and sometimes she's seen holding polly oh yeah she also loves to slam imagine doors. Imagine sleeping in the middle of the night and get getting woken up by like a, a drunken squawk. Yeah, <laughs> like a drunken parrot. A drunken parrot that's like cursing at you. That would They're be amazing. very loud. I don't know if you've ever heard them scream. But yeah, okay, you worked at the pet store. You've yeah, heard them scream. They're terrifying. Especially when you, like, open a store and it's, like, really quiet and then all of a sudden one, like, screams and yeah. you think you're being murdered. <laughs> it's all over. It's crazy. That's funny. I just realized we both worked at different pet stores and never actually, like, discussed that. Oh, whoa, we did. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. That's so weird. Um, so, apparently she loves to, like, slam doors. You can hear her walk down the hall. She'll knock on the wall. She'll knock on the doors. She likes to make herself known. And, like, good for her yeah absolutely so ann morgan and jamie tool purchased the caribou hotel in 2006 from the estate of robert olson now i believe robert only owned the hotel about five years prior so i'm not sure who owned it between like the gideons and robert but i honestly doesn't really matter but anyways so robert like the bank or something probably something um because i don't think like the gideons actually owned it i'm pretty sure they leased it and like operated it from the person prior like when he died it was like his heir owned it and they leased it out so i don't really know what happened between those times 
Um, so they purchased it from Robert's estate because Robert was actually killed at the hotel on December 24th, 2004, which is now that I'm like, I'm rereading my script. There was that massive fire yeah, that burnt that's down weird that it was like, t- that was my first on the thought day. It was the same day. Yeah. So Dean Butcher and Mark Lang had gone on a binge drinking spree and got into an argument with Robert at the saloon. Uh, it was apparently over money or drugs or something. And the two men beat Robert so badly that they fractured his nose, right cheek, jaw, and all the bones surrounding his right eye. Robert had initially passed out and the two men threw him in his own truck and drove the truck towards Whitehorse. They were in the vehicle for about 20 minutes when they realized he had died and they just dumped oh, wow. his body into a ditch yeah like where were they taking him i don't know i have no idea um both men were convicted of second degree murder in 2006 and both received life sentences however in 2011 their convictions were overturned by the yukon court of appeal and both men yeah and both men agreed to make deals instead of going through a new trial both men pled guilty to manslaughter and they were assessed to see if they would be considered long-term offenders so they were assessed and both were um and i quote a low to moderate risk to reoffend. I believe both men were going through, like, therapy and, like, finding God and stuff. Mm. I don't know how that all fucking works. Um, I read a part where it's, like, the one guy had, like, they obviously had, like, they went on, like, a binge drinking spree. So one of them, like, obviously had, I'm sure both did, but it stated that one of them had, like, a severe alcoholism problem. Yeah. And it's, like, this guy stayed away from alcohol and drugs, so, like, he's no longer, like considered to be a threat and i'm like you're in jail of course you stayed away from alcohol and drugs. Yeah, like, you have no choice like, like <laughs> what i i'm always so hit on hit and miss on that because like the point of jail technically is rehabilitation mm-hmm. but that sounds more like weaseling their way around things to yeah. me yeah it was then. it's very weird um all the articles i could find regarding the appeal were in 2012 and there isn't much from there like, they both were charged to manslaughter, but their length of jail time wasn't established. And, it, like, it, it was going to be established based on this um, um, this assessment of them. But both of them were deemed to not be, like, repeat offenders. But I'm not sure what their sentences are at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I think one of them was, like, if he got a reduced sentence, then he would technically only have, like, three months left. Because he already, like, served so many t- so much Stupid. time. Time served, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so Robert was murdered in the hotel saloon. So now Anne and Anne Morgan and Jamie Jamie O'Toole own the establishment and have been restoring it since taking ownership in two thousand and six. Sorry, I had to burp. <laughs> <laughs> All class, baby. <laughs> All class. Um, so they've taken a long time to fix up the building because they've literally done like everything to it. They've lifted the building to like pour a new foundation. Um, they've done like a full restoration, and the guy was like to make it like authentic it just takes the time to do it so that's why it's taken up to this time um uh they have like a crash register from like late 1800s the beer tap stand comes from like a really old boat it's kind of cool oh, that's so cool yeah they've gone like all out so when they purchased the place they had no idea it was haunted but in 2015 the building was um um put on like that canada postage stamp oh cute yeah and it shows um uh uh bessie's like ghost and it's like a skeleton oh i think i remember this yeah and it has um the caribou hotel on it so it's like one of those like spooky vibe like canada post stamps yeah so they're one of them 
So Anne um, Morgan is quoted saying, and I quote, I don't remember actually knowing that it was haunted when we bought it, but I'm looking forward myself to coming back and haunting it, though. Oh, I love that. Love that, right? Um, So they both have said they have experienced weird stuff going on, noises in the hallway, the banging happening at night. In 2019, there were... um, they were like two years out from opening so like they went from like 2006 to 2019 and they were still two years out from opening um yeah so from their website it looks like they still haven't opened but their facebook kind of like suggests that they are they were like there was a post from last september i believe yeah it was september and it kind of said like thanks for a great season then they they closed for the winter because the yukon winters are insane right yeah um so I, i maybe they did end up opening um, the last couple of years were kind of spotty for the yeah, tourism especially with, like, industry COVID. in general. Yeah. yeah. So I think the saloon may be open, but the hotel part isn't. So I right. think that's where they're at right now. But if you've been there or live in the Yukon and you know about this place, like, let us know if it's open because I'm adding it to my bucket list because it's Yeah, cool. that's on the bucket list. I want to see Polly. <laughs> right? I just want to see Polly. I'm just here for the bird. <laughs> but yeah, that's the the Caribou Hotel. I love any place that an animal haunts. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like a whiskey drinking, cursing parrot. You can't get anything better than that. I would try to get it to like sit on my shoulder. Oh my god, yes. And then just follow us around the whole time. Yeah, but I I think that like that Robert guy might haunt it too. If they're hearing like stomping, is that and, like, the one that was beat up? Yeah, yeah. I would because think it so happened. Too. It happened in the saloon, so it yeah. happened right in the hotel. It ha- so there apparently there was an article that was like we found like just bloody foot like apparently the place was trash and there was like just bloody footprints everywhere oh so like the stomping Ooh, creepy. yeah yeah creepy so, I don't know, <laughs> like, guys. <give> me a <laughs> shiver. you're welcome <laughs> uh yeah that's fun 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 we really should one day when we win the lottery like mm-hmm. map out a bucket list of everywhere we're going oh my god yes i would never be at home because i'd have so many places we have to same go to. I want to live that life so bad. Right. <laughs> I don't want to like, I want to not own a house because I'm never home. Not because I'm poor. <laughs> That's so smart. Like imagine being so rich that you could just like rent Airbnbs for the rest of your life. Yeah. That'd be so nice. Allegedly, Elon Musk doesn't own a home. He like in an interview said he didn't own a home and that he was quote couch surfing. I don't know mm. if I believe that. I didn't, I didn't fact check it, but Either way, I want to be as, as rich. Actually, I don't think I could, like, be as rich as Elon Musk and still feel good about myself. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. He's, like, a whole... He's a mm. he's something else. Yeah, I think we'll just keep it at that. We'll just I have, keep it at that. I have words, and I don't think <laughs> the words are appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so... So, should we just talk about murder instead of it's elon so much musk. better than elon musk <laughs> <laughs> um so this is another case that's kind of a piss off sorry in advance um ready for it here for it i don't have a lot of drink left though so oh shit i have so much left <laughs> chug it bitch i'm getting old though because i was definitely thinking i'm gonna struggle through this because i feel tipsy right now but i've got like half a drink left oh my god <laughs> but also don't chug it because you're gonna piss yourself shut up it's so true <laughs> just go taking okay. it back to you being old oh god i hate it <laughs> so uh in oh sorry wow we're already fucking it up both of us in the first sentence fucked it up <laughs> yeah that's just who we are as people 
Um, so on the 16th of August, 2016, Elizabeth Griffith disappeared in Ashland, Ohio. She was last spotted in security footage from the local Walmart. And after that, the 29 year old woman disappeared without a trace. She was reported missing and the media did cover her case to an extent. I think it was just kind of like the local media. Mm-hmm. Um, but very little was found and the case just kind of went cold and they kind of forgot about her. Um, just one month later, 43-year-old Stacy Stanley went missing too. She called her sister to tell her she had a flat tire and was stranded at a gas station. And while uh, Stacy's sister was on the phone getting ready to go meet her, she heard the voice of a man on the other an- end. The man offered to help Stacy, and that's when Stacy hung up, and she was never heard from again. Oh my so god, girl, don't hang up. The Never hang up. No. And never take help from a strange man. I don't care Absolutely how nice not. he looks. Also, like, always carry a pocket knife. Oh, good one. I, can you do that legally? I mean, No, you can't, but I definitely do it. For legal purposes, do what you will with that advice. <laughs> also, I definitely don't care. I do carry one, so I come at do me. Do you? I do, yeah. I don't have anything, because, like, I, good luck kidnapping me. <laughs> I've had too many weird encounters, especially where I live. It's just not worth it to me. Yeah. So. Um... I lost my spot. I'm Gas sorry. Station hung up. No, that's okay. Uh, so the local police did even less for Stacy because she had a history of drug use and was well known to the authorities. So they just kind of figured that she had gone off on a drug binge, drug binge, and she'd find her way home soon. They that's terrible. Were really, really nonchalant about the whole thing. Um, so contrary to what the police said, Stacy had been clean for over six months and was starting to get her life back on track. She'd even become a very young grandmother at 43 years old. And Holy she was, damn. yeah. So she was really trying to better herself to be there for her, ch- her child and her grandchild. Um, and so I a missing, that. that makes my heart hurt. Yeah. They, they did her really dirty. Um, a missing persons report was filed, and after a couple days, they found Stacy's car near the gas station with her purse still inside. After that, the police hung up their badges and called it a day. They literally just were like, there's her car. That's it. Um, so <laughs> Goodbye. The, I, I got to go home to my, call my it family. A day. You know? um, the family That's had to organize their own searches and would go door to door looking for any witnesses that could help them find Stacy. This part's important. So while they were going door to door, they noticed a few of the ab- uh, abandoned houses in the area seemed to have like squatters living in them. They noticed like lights on and movement and stuff in the windows. Um, so the the family begged police to investigate the houses or grant them access to the homes, but no luck. I'm guessing it was illegal for them to go on the property. And because they were searching, the police were, like, watching them instead of, I don't know, helping them search. So they, they didn't want to just okay. break into these homes. Okay. Well, so these are abandoned homes. Yeah. And there people, is squatters in them. So technically those squatters cannot be in those homes. Yep. Okay, cops. <laughs> but you tell them that they can't go in there because that's breaking in okay yeah big mess uh oh we're not even done yet uh so they were never granted access into the homes no one really investigated them and then this case started growing cold too um on september 13th 2016 uh, i think this was literally within like a week or two of stacy going missing (coughs) excuse me um, a 911 operator received a call from a woman who was whispering. Um, and for the record, this sh- this did not come from that show on Discovery Plus that I keep talking about. <laughs> but you can listen to this 911 call on YouTube. It's not very graphic, and the woman survives. So, like, I don't know. Listen to it if you want. It's not that bad. Um, a woman who did not share her name told the operator that she had been abducted and was being held in an abandoned home beside a laundromat. 
so one of the empty houses uh oh so it was one of the empty houses that stacy's family wanted investigated it was mm. in that row of abandoned homes uh the woman says always that follow your gut always always um the woman said she'd been held for days now and had been repeatedly beaten and raped by her captive who was armed with a taser um the woman who we're calling jane doe from now on was able to go into some details with the operator despite her captor being asleep beside her um so she's on the phone like it's a pretty long call and she's just whispering into the phone while he's sleeping beside her it's very suspenseful to listen to i was gonna Um, say that must have been like so nerve-wracking yeah it's a very it's one of those calls where like if this woman ended up dead i would tell you not to listen to it because it's very suspenseful but she lives spoiler alert (laughs) i like that you started with that though so like we don't all have heart attacks yeah um it's well it's just like if you listen to it it's like it sounds like it's gonna end with like a scream or something but Mm -hmm. like thank god it doesn't i think satan um so the guy was asleep beside her so she told the operator that she knew the man they lived in the same complex i believe and they'd even played badminton on a weekly basis in like the local court thing um so they were friends they were really friendly with each other until he snapped one day and like he lured her into this abandoned home and then like completely changed and turned into this like violent asshole for no reason and she couldn't figure it out because he was her friend i couldn't oh my god um so the man's name was sean great uh the operator asked is he great though he's not he's not great it's not even spelt like that so he's not um the operator asked jane if there's any way for her to to escape while remaining on the phone and she said she would try but sean had said traps throughout the house so he could hear if she was opening doors so i'm guessing he put like stuff outside the door so if she opened it it would fall kind of thing That's annoying. uh which fun story <laughs> we went on a grade eight grad trip to montreal and they put tape on our doors oh, yeah to make sure no one escaped and like in the middle of the night our tape fell off so they oh came God. in, like, all the principals and stuff came in with, like, flashlights, like, they were fucking cops, and woke us up at, like, two in the morning, screaming at us, being like, who's gone? Who left? And we're like, what the fuck? Like, None geez. of us left. <laughs> uh, we went to, we went camping for a grade eight grad, and we had the same thing, except they didn't tape it to the door. They, like, taped it to, like, the, like, the trim of the yeah. door, so if you were to open it, it would break it. Yeah, that's what they here. Yeah. But our fucking door opened inward. No. So, like, it didn't touch the tape. <laughs> it was so, like, we were in the cabin where, like, we would not go out anyways. But, like, yeah, it well, was Like, what the fuck bad. are we going to do? Walk around the hallways? Like, none of us were going anywhere. There was one girl, though, that was climbing the balconies, I will say. Not in our group, but in Stop. another group. You know who this person is. I'll do I? Oh, my yeah. God. It's so funny. I'll, wait, I'll text it to you right now because I know I'm going to forget if I say i'm gonna tell you after i will also probably forget climbing the balconies what okay, there you go <laughs> okay i'll let you read that and then we'll get back on track oh fuck of course it was yeah. <laughs> of fucking course it was <laughs> um so yeah uh she said she was gonna try to escape but there was traps um as she was telling the operator that there was traps she just happened to knock something over and then she says quote oh shit oh shit i just woke him up and then the call goes silent Mm -hmm. um so that's That's why i say it's suspenseful because it's it's that's how it ends um so officers were dispatched to the home and they were unable to get inside at first because sean removed the door handle from the outside so they had to like bust the door down um so eventually they figured it out and they made their way into the home they arrested sean who was still sleeping in the bedroom when they arrived so i don't know if she actually woke him up or if she just was startled panicked um 
and so they they helped her out or whatever and then they began searching the home uh in the basement of the home a body was found face down on the floor hidden under a pile of garbage bags the body had started to decompose and they couldn't um they couldn't identify it because of that but they were able to find id on her and it was the body of 43 year old stacy stanley whose family begged to get in entry into that exact home just like a few days before this that's so fu- that's so fucking irritating so frustrating um so on the top floor of the home the police found a wardrobe that had been taped closed they opened it and found another decomposing body of a second woman who had been hogtied with ropes at the time of her death so she was she was bound in this wardrobe um they had to use dental records to identify this woman and it was that of 29 year old elizabeth griffith who went missing from the walmart oh um, my god so as much as I don't want to, we're going to get into Sean's history a little bit because his entire life was just one giant red flag that was constantly ignored by the justice system. It's like those like Instagram videos or TikToks and like red flag and people throw yeah, up red Yeah, literally. Flags. Um, so Sean Great was born in 1976 and I couldn't find much about his childhood other than that he was well liked and quote good looking. But in the words of his own mom, quote, yes, he's good looking, but the devil's good looking too. He ain't no red horns and all that stuff. You find out he's charming. And of course that charm can charm the pants off of anybody. So comparing your your own son to Satan is like a really good, (laughs) like really good start to his description. Um, so just after his 18th birthday, he was arrested for domestic violence against the mother of his first child. He had strangled her during an argument. Uh, she survived in, uh, by 1999. So this is a few years after his 18th birthday. I think he's like maybe 22 at this point. Um, he'd been arrested for choking the mother of his second child and for threatening her and her sister with a butcher's knife when they attempted to leave in 2000 he pleaded guilty to abduction for that so for keeping them in the home like that he pled guilty to abduction and he spent three years in prison as a result of this incident um he was released after his time was served obviously it was not nearly enough time in 2011 sean met amber bauman at a church uh the pair got married and had a child together uh i think all in all he had four kids with four different women before Mm his final arrest if i'm remembering right if i was like that fourth woman i've been like a red flag right there like seriously (laughs) the first three fine i get it but after four you're like bro like come on um their marriage was not great and after a year they officially filed for divorce in 2012 amber filed an order of protection against her ex-husband oh wow Um, i couldn't find specific incidents but that in itself Made I mean, me think that yeah, yeah, something was going on. I mean, once like he, like he started this when he was eighteen. Yeah, obviously he's going to continue it. Yeah, I'm I'm also guessing that there was probably some rage in his teen years. I I couldn't really find anything about his childhood, but he's probably just mad that his mom didn't like him. <laughs> it's funny because you're probably not wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. So to say he had a long history of violence against women is a massive understatement and it should have never gotten to the point where women had to die for him to get what was coming to him. But such is the justice system. Um, So back at the police station after his arrest, Sean was speaking openly about his crime. Sorry, I scrolled too far. Um, He said he believed, quote, the women's brains were empty and he'd only taken their bodies. Um, So basically, I don't. Yeah. 
he basically said it was fine that he killed them because they were just a body to him and i don't know if that's in relation to like the their drug use and possible sex work like they're yeah. quote unquote disposable i don't know if that's the angle he was going for or if he's trying from to a do guy like, who a has... psychosis type thing where he's just like there's nothing in there yeah <laughs> like Coming from know. the guy who has four kids from four different women, well, you're just a sperm bank, you loser. Yeah! Like, burn! Get out of wow. here. Wow! Um, a douche. <laughs> so, he told investigators that Jane, who had been abducted and released, mm. uh, he had taken her to become his wife because he thought she was different from the others and he wanted to keep her around. So, he claimed that he had no plans to kill her. Um, he didn't stop at these victims, though. He kept going. He revealed to investigators that there were more bodies to be found. Oh, my God. So Sean led investigators to the yard of a burned-down house in Richland County. Uh, they found the body of Candace Cunningham, who was one of Sean's previous girlfriends. Uh, she was buried in a shallow grave on the property. Uh, Candace, too, had issues with drugs. And when she told her mother that she was moving to North Carolina, uh, she didn't expect to hear from her daughter for a while. So she was never really reported missing. Oh, that's uh, sad yeah so so no one really knew until she was found essentially Mm -hmm. that um she was dead um sean told investigators about another body but he didn't know that this body had already been found back in march of 2015 it was an unsolved case in the county um well i mean it explains it like look at the cops well this case obviously they're not they're not really good at jobs yeah excuse me it's my turn to burp oh my (laughs) (laughs) rebecca lisi had been discovered in a wooded area off county road uh 1908 um at the time police believe she died from an overdose so they didn't really investigate it as a murder um so she too had a history with drugs and in a surprise to absolutely no one her disappearance hadn't been taken seriously and wasn't even like an open case i don't think it was just like a, a an unidentified body really That's um, terrible. so sean told officers that he had met rebecca in a bar where they drank and played pool together um at some point during the evening rebecca stole four dollars from sean so he strangled her and disposed of her body a whole four dollars four dollars wow like, um in 2007, a body was found in Marion County, Ohio. Uh, her identity was unknown for 12 years before Sean told investigators where to find his first victim. So investigators pieced together that the unidentified victim and Sean's first victim were the same woman based on where he said he left the body. So they're like, oh shit, we found a body there. Um, so this uh, woman was a woman named... Tw- uh, wow named 23 year old named dana lowry who was 23 years old and a mother to two young children under five at the time of oh her death oh my god Ugh. um dana was a door-to-door magazine saleswoman and one day in 2005 she knocked on the door of sean's mother's home uh sean's mother ended up buying a subscription but the magazines never arrived in a horrible twist of fate sean saw the woman in town sometime after the subscription purchase that was really hard to say and told her that uh his mother's magazines never came they were just like out and about like shopping and he was just like oh i know that woman i'm gonna complain about these magazines um that's so so sean weird yeah sean offered to buy another subscription in order to lure her away from the crowds to abduct her uh he strangled and disposed of her in the wooded area where she would lay for two years before she was found oh my god um so a grand jury originally uh indicted sean of 
two counts of aggravated murder in the deaths of Stacey Stanley and Elizabeth Griffith um, and the kidnapping and multiple sexual assaults of Jane Doe. It was during the proceedings for this that he like started talking about the other murders. So they had to delay his trial till April of 2018 in order to like figure out what other charges he was now facing yeah um so they added murder charges for the deaths of candace and rebecca at this time did he think that like they weren't gonna do anything about it he's like i've already gotten like i think he just liked talking about it i think he's one of those guys where like fluffed his ego out to like talk about it i bet he has a micro penis he probably has a micro penis yeah god i love micro penises Um Um, so all in all, Sean faced a total of 23 different charges in relations to all the murders and assaults. Um, Sean pled guilty by reason of insanity, but in April, 2017, the plea was withdrawn. Um, so the case, oh, so this was before it was moved. So they, fuck, I fucked this up and I knew I was going to fuck it up. So in the initial proceedings, before he started talking about these other murders, he tried to plea insanity. Okay. Um, but then the plea was withdrawn while they were like doing all of this and they brought it to trial at Ashland County Common Pleas Court a year later and the trial lasted all of two weeks. Um, so on May 7th, 2018, at the new trial, Sean Great was found guilty of the murders of Stacy and Elizabeth and he was sentenced to death. On March 1st, 2019, Sean pled guilty to the murders of Rebecca and Candace and received uh, another life sentence plus no parole for 17 additional years um, for all of the... Oh, no, wait. Sorry. I fucked that up, too. And 17 additional years for all of the other charges, so the assaults and everything. So mm-hmm. all in all, he's got a death sentence, a life sentence, and 17 years. Um, so he's I was going to say, he's, he's the kind of guy that, like, the death sentence just, like, suits. It's you know? not enough it's just... um i missed another one six months after that he pled guilty to dana lowry's murder and received another life sentence without parole plus 16 years in prison so that i'm not going to do the math but he's probably at like 200 and is, some odd years is he like going for like the guinness book of world records can you imagine like, i wonder the if longest sentence. i should look into that and do it on an episode could you imagine i hope it's not because that's like morbid as fuck but like oh imagine i got really excited about it now you made he me probably, feel bad probably, no but that's probably why he like told everyone he's like look what i did ha ha ha, ha. I no did that's exactly it i think he just liked talking about it and uh like his mom said he was very charming and i think like the charming guys tend to want to inflate their ego yeah you know um so i think he just i don't think he even meant to confess i think it's just like oh wait there's more um <laughs> guess what there's more so he's set to be executed in 2025, so coming up real soon. Um, he did try to appeal the death sentence in December 2020, but he lost. Uh, he's recently hired a new lawyer to reopen the death penalty case. Uh, so he's not trying to like get out of jail. He just doesn't want the death penalty. Mm-hmm. In an interview before the sentencing took place, so before all of this was figured out, Sean admitted he was terrified of the death sentence. Quote, I really would like to stay alive through all of this. I would have loved to have been able to do a lot, but I know I wouldn't have been able to get away with it. Um, really fucked up. So it sounds like he wanted, he had more murders planned. That's um, so fucking twisted. But, uh, yeah, I don't generally agree with the death penalty, but in this case, I hope it sticks because he's just, he's very arrogant. That's like, it's like, I I agree. Like, I don't like the death penalty either, but like, he's just one of those guys that I'm just like, I wouldn't be upset that he's bragging about his murder. He's preying on vulnerable women and he's just like, 
you know, I just wanted to stay alive. I just wanted to like watch it all unfold. I don't want to die because I'm like enjoying this. Yeah. So that's what I don't like about him. Yeah. And you know what? Those people just fucking bye. <laughs> death sentence exists for a reason, I guess. Yeah. I'm not very pro death sentence, but I don't like this guy. <laughs> well, they use the death sentence in the worst ways because they're like a death sentence to someone that has weed which doesn't make sense to me doesn't make sense yeah, yeah. at all or like has committed the thing with the death sentence is like i've seen like cases where someone committed a murder when they were like 18 years old mm-hmm. and got convicted and then went through all this like therapy jail stuff and like changed and then they still killed them. Yeah. Like, or I the, could understand, um, like, the one murder and being able to change, sure. But some fucking asshole like this guy who's, like, loving the attention and yeah. like, I would have planned more if you guys didn't catch me. No, this this fucker just deserves yeah. it. That That's the justice system. Or there was that woman, I can't remember her name, but I covered the case, where they literally found that she had brain damage from the abuse she endured growing up. And they're mm-hmm. just like, eh, death sentence. Yeah. Like, there's... That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. No, I, I'm i totally agree with that it's just like they yeah. oh people are gross this guy's gross and i hate i hate cases like this where they don't get looked into properly just because someone has a history of like drug drugs use or or sex work or what have you it's just like eh, they're not worth looking yeah. into just because they take drugs doesn't make them less human thank you thank you um so next week i have a fun one and like i don't say that in like my usual way where it's really fucked up but i started writing it last night and i'm really excited and i wanted to do it today but i fell asleep (laughs) but i fell asleep i'm really really excited for next week so everybody listen next week (laughs) yes you must and you should come chat with us about this episode you should because it was crazy and everyone loves polly we all know this oh my god we love polly you should find a picture i'm just gonna post a picture of a parrot as the picture (laughs) i'm pretty sure there's actually like a painting of polly get me it that's gonna be the post Uh, get me me. it that's just holly's uh, birthday present is polly the parrot's (laughs) painting (laughs) i love it get me it um but yeah come chat with us and i kind of want to know people's opinions on the death sentence because it's like a hot topic always it is a hot topic and it's like respectful opinions yeah we just want to know people's opinions on it that's all we won't, <laughs> we won't judge you we just like chat and that's all um but our instagram is a spooky hour podcast the twitter is at spooky hour and the email is the spooky hour podcast 666 at gmail.com nailed it nailed it there was like one time i was trying to log into our email and i kept putting our email in wrong i kept putting a spooky hour not the spooky hour and it's like oh. this is incorrect and i'm like fuck you it's not but it was one day when we have the time and energy to fucking fix all of our tags so they're all the same it's never gonna, <laughs> gonna happen do it i know <laughs> we'll 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 keep speaking it into an existence but just like the rest of our shitty lives it's not gonna happen we'll, we'll wait until we get rich enough that we have like a manager or something to do it for us exactly yeah that i love it love it um have a great week friends yeah stay spooky stay spooky bye